Hi there, and welcome back to the Community Strategy Podcast. My name is Deb Shell. I'm a creator turned community builder, and after launching my online community in 2020, I have realized that I had a passion for facilitating online events and bringing people together in a meaningful and purposeful way. I now consult business owners and leaders just like yourself who have a message, their life's work, or a vision for helping others transform through their online courses, cohorts, or memberships. On this interview style podcast, you'll hear conversations with community leaders who all have a passion for bringing people together online for connection, collaboration, and transformation. Our goal is to provide you with interesting conversations with industry professionals, leaders, and experts who share their concepts, structures, and strategies to inspire you to build, launch, and grow an online community with energy, confidence, and purpose. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome back to the Community Strategy Podcast. My name is Deb Shell. I am the host here, and I'm super excited to dive into another chapter of the Creator to Community Builder book with you today. I am hoping you are having a great day wherever or whenever this finds you. And before we jump into chapter four, discover your ideal members. I'm going to give you a few more updates as I do. Um, The Community Builders with Purpose community is now open. There is a link on the findcalmhere.com homepage for you to click and join. So far, I've been posting blog posts, these episodes, as well as some additional content. The big news is that my book designer has reached out to me and said that he's going to have hopefully a PDF for our advanced reader group by the end of the month, which is coming up (laughs) pretty quickly here. So just letting you know that you can join now so that you will have all the details for when and what and what wh- when you can get the book and what will be happening inside the community. In addition, I wanted to just share with you that we are going to start having laughter yoga lunch sessions. So if you've never tried laughter yoga, it's not actual yoga. <laughs> we just it's a virtual uh, format on Zoom and we just have little practice things that we do. We just play. It's basically a play and um, it's with deep breathing and it helps you create endorphins and it helps people who are struggling with depression. And what's great about this is that you don't need any formal training. You can just practice with me and um, laugh. And I think that what I've learned is that I just haven't had enough laughter (laughs) in my life in the last few years. And so I just want to laugh with people. So if you want to laugh with me, um, that would be my call out to say, let me know, (laughs) email me back or um, join the community and make sure you register. You sign up for the RSVP for the events and um, I'll look excited to see your face on the Zoom. Um, So that's that. And uh, if you're following along with the chapters, we had discussed... um, community strategy and community structure. Today, we're going to talk about ideal members and 
I'm going to walk you through the chapter, read a bit of it to you, and we're going to discuss the idea um, format, um, the concept that I created, which is idea. So that's what we're going to do today um, in just a few minutes, so uh, in just a few seconds here. So this is chapter four, discover your ideal members. When I joined the Location Indie community, I transformed from someone who worked at a corporate job and wanted to travel more to someone who is location independent. It took two and a half years of learning from and building relationships with community members. The best part of an online community is finding people who just get you from the beginning. My friends in the community were also going through the same things at the same time. They too wanted to become location independent and travel, and we transformed together. Over the same period of time, while I was building my business, my friends in the community were marketing and promoting their products or services to the masses and trying to make a living as creators or virtual assistants. Some did have full-time remote jobs, but most members of Location Indie dreamed of quitting their nine to five to start an online business. If I had known the term then, I would have realized that I was Location Indie's ideal member, a person who fits the profile of the community creator's target audience. They have a problem that the creator can help them overcome and with their community's assistance, support knowledge, network, and resources. The friends I met in Location Indie remain among my best friends. I see them on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And I support them anytime they are doing something amazing. And I know that if I needed it, they would pick up the phone and talk with me. You never know the magic you can make by bringing people together. The more you know about your members, the better you can engage with them. Even if your community has an in-person gathering, finding ways to connect with your members is great. So this is where I'm going to break down the idea. Start with the idea. And idea stands for identify, discover, evaluate, and assemble. One of the most challenging aspects of community building is finding and reaching your ideal members. You'll need to give them good reasons why your community deserves their time, energy, money, and attention. To gain members committed to your community's purpose and interested in showing up to collaborate, you'll need to have a few strategic elements in place. When you launch a community, you want to make sure that you invite the right people into the room. The people who are the people who are participate, show up to events, share resources, and support your community members. Community building is all about building relationships among members. To help you get your community concept all the way to the finish line, I developed the idea framework. Identify, discover, evaluate, and assemble. Right after this quick break, we'll break it down. Deb knows firsthand just how difficult community building can be when you are starting out with no audience, email list, or customers. She wanted to build community culture with rich content, articles, and videos so her members could connect and engage in a variety of ways. Mighty Networks makes it easy to build your course, coaching program, training, or membership in just a few moments. With Mighty Networks, you can bring your audience together into one cohesive platform. 
The Mighty Networks offers live streaming, events, cohort-based courses, web pages, challenges, and so much more. With Mighty Networks' new community design feature, Spaces, you can build a course or resource library for your podcast, blog, or life's work. Are you excited to get started? Click on the link in the show notes to start your free trial today. And no credit card is required to sign up. Now let's jump back into this episode to discover more community building strategies. The first step in building an online community is to know who you are bringing together. This can be the most challenging part because your community concept may serve many different people. The key of creating a sense of belonging in an online community is to clarify who it's for and who it isn't. When others hear your community, they should know easily if they belong. Community is about exclusion, which can be counterintuitive since you will define who essentially doesn't belong. Still, allow the core values and purpose to guide you to a clear vision of who the community is for. The clearer you are, the more successful your community launch will be. In The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters, Priya Parker writes, in a world of infinite choices, choosing one thing is, the re- is a revolutionary act. Imposing that restriction is actually liberating. Looking back, it's clear that the purpose of Location Indie was to gather those interested in working remotely while traveling the world. In a pre-pandemic society, this concept wasn't widely accepted. At least I didn't know anyone else who was interested or pursuing this lifestyle. I needed to find the people online who were living the life I wanted to live since it wasn't being modeled to me in my current network. Their tagline calls directly to their audience, a community of people helping each other kick ass in business and travel. The wording inspires working professionals who desire connection and encouragement. The more specific you can be about who your community is for and what your members will do together and how it helps them achieve their goals the more your message will resonate with your ideal members. Discovery. When clients, when I'm working with clients, I'm often asked what discovery means when it comes to launching an online community. It is the process in which you become curious about who will make up your online community. It means getting to know actual humans and requires a few skills, all of which can be learned, developed, or resourced. Many leaders make the mistake of assuming they know the best way to solve a problem. They don't connect, conduct interviews, do research, or talk to people, and they lean heavily on customer avatars, fake people profiles. The reason for this varies for, from one creator to the next, but most community builders don't have the courage to speak to their ideal members. Instead, they talk to the masses of social media, which ends up speaking to a lot of people, but not to one specific person. Discovery interviews can help you answer your questions before the launch of a community. I recommend speaking with a pho- with speaking on the phone or a Zoom call with at least 10 ideal members who have expressed interest by answering your social media posts, responding to an ad, filling an out an application, or being part of your upcoming program. You'll want to consider what's the common thread that connects your ideal members. 
can you picture activities that they'll be passionate about participating in? In what ways might they share the community with friends, family, or colleagues? Spend time getting to know your ideal members and approach the conversation strategically, focused on the community questions listed below. Do they have a problem you think they do they have the problem that you think that they have? <laughs> do they want your help? Do they want help from a community of peers? Do they want to part to take part in an online community? Have they been part of an online community? If so, when and where? During the call or meetup, you can decide the best approach with this individual, but you'll want to find out the answers to the questions above and confirm that they are a fit for a community concept that you've been envisioning. The downside to doing ideal members interviews is that they can take a lot of time. You'll need to block out time for the following tasks. Re one, researching network your network for potential ideal members. Two, identifying at least 20 that fit your ideal member profile. Three, personally reaching out to each individual with a well warm reconnection note to see if they'd be willing to chat with you. Next, I will share a way to save time with surveys after this quick break. Imagine if community building was simple. With Deb helping you find calm, it can be. If you're thinking about launching an online community course or coaching program, the first thing you are asking yourself is, who is going to want to work with me? The best way to learn and grow is with your ideal clients. And the only way to do that is to reach out and talk to them. That's not so hard, right? Deb has worked with so many clients who've said that they just don't have the time to talk to their ideal members or they aren't even sure who their ideal members are. Working with Deb, they found calm and discovered so many incredible insights that helped them make better decisions about their businesses. So let Deb do the work for you. Deb will talk to your ideal members to determine their level of online activity and how they have handled problems in the past. Deb has found that by including members in the community building process, they are more likely to participate and create engagement. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and book a free discovery call today. Now back to the episode. Surveys save time and help creators with large audiences confirm assumptions. Suppose you've been in a business for a while and have established an audience through social media, an email list, or networking groups. In that case, a survey may help you identify the best people to speak with before you reach out to arrange coffee chats. You can refine your list to potential ideal members by posing questions that best align with your community concept. Here's how you can craft and carry out a survey to help you produce a refined list. Write out your community purpose, vision, and mission using the information you know about your existing audience. Pull testimonies and emails from previous clients to find commonalities among these individuals based on their needs and challenges, then align them with the benefits of your community. Decide how your community concept can meet these challenges, these needs and challenges. Rewrite each problem statement as a question. For example, if a past client has said that they are struggling with getting something done, ask, would you be interested in an account 
accountability group to help you accomplish this task. Turn your community's mission into a written statement they can, that can serve them as a call of action, a call to action for people who need it. Make sure to include how they can learn about when your community will launch, should they be interested. Finalize a list of the most active audience members, then send a survey with fewer than 10 questions. The questions should be short and relevant to their needs, not yours. Survey tips. Have a clearly defined purpose, easily understood in 30 seconds or less. Make it easy to complete in five minutes or less. Keep each question brief and to the point. Multiple choice or yes and no answers. Don't forget to ask if you can contact them for further discussion. Give them an incentive to complete the survey, a discount or a special offer. Assign a deadline to encourage immediate action. The other alternative option is to hire an interviewer. If you are at time constraints in you have time constraints in place and there is a budget available, I recommend bringing an expert who can ask questions for you. Depending on each interview's method, you may or may not have a role in that process. What you'll need before hiring an interviewer. Know your expectations and ensure the interviewer understands what you need. Set up a meeting to review the goals timeline and outcomes before the interviews are scheduled. Make sure that the interviewer gets the full picture of your survey's purpose. Let the interviewer know the kinds of data you're seeking. Ensure the interviewer has experience developing unbiased questions and can gather neutral information, especially if you have an existing audience, you may need to seek respondents with different perspectives. If someone's experience was positive, consider asking for their opinion too. Understanding why your solution didn't ultimately help them can be just as useful as glowing reviews. That was the excerpt of chapter four, discover your ideal members. And I want to just give you a few more things to think about. That uh, chapter had a lot of great questions and tips for thinking about how you're gonna talk to your ideal members, what you would need to know. I would suggest if you hadn't been listening and taking notes, I would suggest re-listening to this episode with either your Google Docs open or a notepad and write these things down because honestly, these are great questions that can really help you and great points. Um, no matter what you're doing, like what community you're doing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you need to gather them somehow. You need to understand what their problems are. You need to figure out all of these things. So I would say, Take all of this, write it down, share it with other people. And then if you're thinking, um, this sounds really complicated. I, I don't know if I want to do these member interviews by myself. You can hire me. <laughs> um, as a former reporter, I actually have been conducting ideal member discovery interviews for clients. Um, earlier this year, I helped uh, one of my clients with 10 discovery interviews. And then we did some coaching um, after that to, and really understood about her redesign and restructure of her community. Um, back in 2021 and 2022, I worked with Agora Pulse. They hired me twice, um, first time for when they were building out their initial community. Um, and then the second time with their product, their director of marketing and product. 
And those are interviews that you can actually go back and listen to um, on the Community Strategy Podcast. I will post links to these both of these episodes in the show notes for you so um, that you can listen to those episodes and they can they talk about the benefits of hiring somebody who's um, unbiased because if you have an existing audience or community, your members <laughs> might not want to be honest with you. They might want to be nice and say, nothing's wrong, everything's great. <laughs> but if you have somebody else come in, they actually might be more honest and say, hey, there's these are some features I really didn't like, or these are some things I'd really like to see. Because that's how you get an idea of co-creation with your members. That's all for today. I am going to, again, every week we'll have a, another chapter. So next week will be a chapter five, a little bit of an excerpt from that. I'm going to try to keep these kind of short because I know everybody's got things to do. <laughs> Last uh, week's episode was kind of long. So I'm um, going to try to keep these pretty short to, from like 20 to 30 minutes is my goal going forward. So just to let you know, those are some updates. And until the next time, I hope you're finding calm in this day, evening, morning, afternoon, Wednesday at four. Until the next time, take care and I'll see you later.